everyone, and welcome back to the Latte Lowdown. I'm your host, Cherish. And I'm your host, Hope. We have really enjoyed the past few episodes. (laughs) (laughs) And mind you guys, this is probably going to be a pretty delirious episode this time around because we are recording very late into the evening. Yes, it is indeed 11 o'clock at night, but complicated schedules make for very interesting podcasts. (laughs) Um, So we have the giggles, but whatever, it's okay. It'll just be the most um, probably relatable podcast. Or maybe not. Maybe you'll listen to this and be like, wow, they were really running on delirium at this hour because it might sound like complete and utter chaos. I honestly think that this is probably going to be the most authentic to our true selves. (laughs) <laughs> as will ever be that's fair honestly late night hours really expose a lot so you have to really get to know if you vibe with our personalities or not from this episode in itself so true <laughs> so true oh man well let's jump on in mm-hmm. let's talk about our weekly catch-up here oh yeah what's been going on faves hit Ooh, me favorites well i took my um, daughter to the pumpkin patch with her grandparents and my husband for the very first time. And that was so much fun. If any of, uh, if you guys are listening and you guys are from Southern California and you guys are by Underwood Farms, I highly recommend because it was really fun and really exciting. Um, like, like Carrie Underwood? Is Carrie affiliated? Will she be there <laughs> I if no I go? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Is her last name legally Underwood? Because she's married to Mike Fisher. Oh. I guess her stage name's Underwood forever. But is she legally Carrie Fisher? I don't know. Questionable. Okay, sorry. Continue. (laughs) And then, let's see. I saw my younger sister perform at Masters University in the play Emma, which was... She's a star, darling. A star. (laughs) That was really fun. And then, oh, I've been enjoying walks outside recently. <laughs> long Just walks on the beach. Long walk. Well, I wish I was by the beach. I would be <laughs> doing long walks by the beach. But no, we're in the middle of the desert. It is dry out here. There is no water. <laughs> Tis barren. A That's barren not true. Then. I went to Apollo Park and there's a lake with geese and ducks. And it that is was... man-made. Does that count? It was water. So... <laughs> I'm going to count it because it's fair. the closest I can get to the beach without driving multiple hours. So that is fair. Totally. What about you? What's been going on? Let's see. Babes, home cooking. Love mm. it. <laughs> I I really do. Food. Um, love it. <laughs> yeah. Last week's episode, I I misspoke and I need to come clean because it's been weighing heavy on my heart. <gasps> you lied. Tell us. Did I lie? If Spilled I didn't know, I was lying. Mm. Well. I'm drinking hot chocolate. It's not tea, but. Oh, yeah. Latte Ew. of the week. We're drinking hot cocoa because oh, yeah. it's 11 at night and coffee is not appropriate. <laughs> and you've already had two cups today. So I did. That's not that normal. Would be... That'd be a lot. Anyway, so what had happened was last week, if you had listened to the episode, you might recall that I said something about my dislike for DIY projects. Um, turns out, well, actually, I think I specified that it's only for some DIY projects that I'm not a DIY all the way kind of girl. Like I'm like a all the way very aggressive. <laughs> like I'm like a a sometimes DIY kind of girl, but some mm-hmm. things don't need to be DIY. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this past week I decided that Christmas is going to be very DIY this year. So, 
I'll keep you updated on how that goes. And if it turns into non DIY, wait, what? Non DIY Christmas? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that's arts and crafts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So not arts and crafts. It won't be nothing like artsy, artsy or crafty really but yeah yeah so we'll see how that goes but anyway so this week i've been really looking into that and seeing Mm. what kind of christmas presents people might favor um which will be really fun and i can't say anything because you will be getting sent christmas presents so that's very excited to see what kind of diy project i get from you you. and i both (laughs) um so yeah so that's been really fun and let's see do you ever just have like a go-to breakfast Oh, absolutely. Mine switches up. I get, I get attached for like months and then it switches randomly. Yeah, I've made the same thing for my husband and I like weeks and weeks and weeks on end. Yeah, I really like hyper... Is that hyperfixating? Is that what that is? Probably. I think it's kind of different, but it is. Maybe. It's a fixation food. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I really like... This is going to sound weird for a lot of people. Okay, tell me. This was weird for me too when I grew up and realized. Um, but did you know oatmeal can be savory? I've heard of it. I have never tried it. It's odd, right? Okay. But then I figured I love grits. Like I mm-hmm. love going Why to Waffle House. Why is that exactly House. what came to my mind? Yeah. Like <laughs> Waffle House is is the way. Well, it's an experience. Is it great? <laughs> it no, is the way. but it's the experience. <laughs> <laughs> so like I grew up with sweet grits and sweet oatmeal. And then you I went to- grew up with sweet grits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Carry on. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went to the Waffle House. The Waffle House. I keep saying the Waffle House. I went to Waffle Waffle House House. (laughs) in Florida. And it's like, wow, these are weird. I kind of like it. And so then I I don't know when this started, but if you've ever been on a really strict meal plan, most most likely you've endured the oatmeal with no sweetener. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just going to shove everything in this bowl so I can just eat it and get it over with. So it's like oatmeal and egg whites, right? Well, now it's kind of changed to oatmeal and normal eggs, but they still have salt and pepper on them. So it's literally like Waffle House at my mm. home without waffles. But that's sad. But anyway, yeah. So that's that's my recent. <laughs> that sounds really odd. Um, if you hate me, don't come at me. My go-to breakfast is like a hash brown stack. So mm. I do. It's pretty like carb heavy. I'd probably say. Carbs are fuel. But, mm, carbs. <laughs> But I make us like sauce. I make us four sausage links each, like just the little pack, and then um, a hash brown patty on the bottom, avocado mm. if I've got a ripe avocado, arugula on top, and an over easy egg on the top with chili Yours. flakes and hot sauce. Far more superior than mine. This so fancy. So good. The protein. Everything you do is just more as a little aesthetic. 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 Moving on. So we we mentioned that we are drinking hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Oh, man. It is specifically Cadbury hot chocolate. No, is it really? Mm-hmm. It's delicious. They're monopolizing the chocolate industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just love it. I'm I'm a sucker for British sweets, British chocolate in general. Okay, you fake Brie. You can't come at me with your dislike of tea. I still remember that. I took it personally. Wow. <laughs> you really like brought that out of the woodwork and <laughs> smacked me with it. You told me years ago and I was I shocked. I like other kinds of tea. I don't like English tea. Oh, what? You didn't ever say that before. That makes no. sense. I'll, I'll drink a good like peppermint tea or like a peach tea or oh, other things like that. You know that. what? I take back my harsh words. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I forgive you. Oh, Will medicine you ball. That's mixed? just lemonade. How <laughs> do you make it at home? I make it's it still strong. lemonade. No, I just sometimes I'll just do lemon in it. Okay, we're getting really <laughs> off topic. <laughs> Moving on. All right, guys, we're going to, as always, throw out a disclaimer before we jump into our main topic today, guys. We are not experts. We are not professionals. We are simply two people in their 20s figuring life out. Surely. Yeah. And with that, we're going to get into our main podcast topic of today, which is finding friends as adults. Ooh. So exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is super fun. So mm. you want to take the first point? Ooh, yeah. Run with it. All right, guys. We're going to first talk about the difference in finding friends as adults versus as children slash teenagers. Mm-hmm. Guys, you all know that feeling of being stuck in school and it's just survival mode. <laughs> You're going, you attach yourself to somebody instantly. You're like, I cannot be a loner. I'm just going in. I'm going to socialize and I'm going to be with somebody. Beautiful and metaphor then you're, for life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get sucked out into the vacuum of the real <laughs> world. <laughs> I'd like to point out that that was just so an us thing that we do where we just <laughs> laugh really hard for a second and then we reel it in real fast and continue going. <laughs> oh, Cherish would do. Yeah, side note. Cherish would do this thing all the time, especially in high school, where she, would just, go, <laughs> she would just go. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, wait, no, you would laugh and you'd go, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that made me sound like such a valley girl. <laughs> Even that so sounded funny. like a valley girl. That made me sound like such a valley girl. Okay, guys, getting back to our topic, let's go. Yeah. Getting sucked out into the vacuum of adulthood. Wow, you really dove right back in where you left off. How? That was interesting. That was like uh, the epitome of a woman's brain. I know. Tabs open. Okay, sorry. We're getting off track again. <laughs> Tabs open. <laughs> this is chaotic. Okay. Yes. Sucked into the vacuum of adulthood. Mm-hmm. And you get thrown out and all of a sudden... Making friends is not something that you're forced. You're not forced into a group of people. You're not surrounded by people constantly every single day for hours on end. You know, unless you're doing certain activities or yeah. devoting yourself to certain things, you're not going to be surrounded by the same people all of the time. That's so true. And even then, you may be surrounded by the same people and you may not like them. <laughs> <laughs> That is That's so true. <laughs> yeah, that was me laughing. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, no, you're so right. You're so right. I think it's interesting how we're constantly surrounded by people like our upbringing usually. Mm-hmm. Most people are surrounded by tons of adults, whether it be our parents or siblings, mm-hmm. yada, yada. But then we're just like, <laughs> I'm a grown up mm-hmm. and I'm going to move away. And suddenly I'm a recluse. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's not even that we are a recluse. We're just like, we remove ourselves from that environment. So then we're, we don't realize how convenient it was mm-hmm. to just be like surrounded all the time. And then we're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to make friends. But really, it's just like, it doesn't have to be super complicated and we overcomplicate it. Yeah, that's the perfect like way to describe it is removing the convenience factor away from it. Is that 
I mean, even if, like I said, you may not necessarily like these people that you're surrounded by constantly, you may be at a job where maybe you don't want to be besties or friends. Maybe you don't really want to socialize with the people at work or uh, you're just involved in an activity where you don't necessarily get along with other people or maybe even you're more of an introverted person and you have a hard time diving into different groups or different activities or different hobbies and now you find yourself finding your own independence but you're feeling very lonely yeah yeah and you know moving on to our next point i feel like this really kind of helps with that Mm. well it can if you allow it (laughs) (laughs) but um it's just praying for friendship Mm. because Mm -hmm. that's something well i mean we should surrender all of our all areas of our life mm-hmm. to God, right? So, like, if we're praying for friendship, we're like, wow, Lord, this really feels like a season of drought. There's no friends. I'm not making mm-hmm. friends at work, at school, in this activity, whatever it is. Um, like, Lord, will you please help me? Like, show me people that will feed me spiritually. Like, mm-hmm. it will challenge me and draw me closer to you. And, um, or even those people that won't necessarily do that, but people that you can walk alongside. Absolutely. And I think, like, you got to be careful there because, you know, like, bad company corrupts good character. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. you, it could also be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Then again, all depends on how much you rely on the Lord. So I would say the first thing to do if you're struggling is to pray about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And it And it's not just, like, a one-off prayer. If you're really struggling with this thing, you it should be part of your constant prayer because the Lord tells us in his word that he will give us the desires of our heart. So if we are constantly praying to him and asking for like-minded, good-hearted people, friendships with um, just a love and fire for the Lord who are going to uplift us and um, be there and just really lift us up in our life, then the Lord is going to provide those things. The Lord is going to bring that person to you or bring you to that person. And so I think that that's really important to remember. And I think that's a great topic to bring up. It's just constant prayer. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. I would like to just note, don't get frustrated if Mm. this isn't happening when you want it, how Mm -hmm. you want it and whatever. Because yes, the Lord wants to give us the desires of our heart, Mm -hmm. but he also... God's timing. Yeah, it has to be like... It's not supposed to be selfish Mm -hmm. entirely, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be, like, whatever aligns with God's will and his timing. Like, he's got the ultimate plan, and and I don't think necessarily that he's got the ultimate plan. No, duh. (laughs) He knows us, and, like, he has a plan, and ultimately he wants what's best for us. And I don't think that what's best for us is always getting what we want when Mm -hmm. we want it. So it's good to just be patient and remember to lean on the Lord, and he should... Be your friend first and foremost. Like, <laughs> I love that song. I am a friend of God. <laughs> that just, just came to my mind. So, yeah, I would just say be careful about like saying like, Lord, you I thought you wanted to work everything out for the good of those who love you. And yeah. you wanted to give me the desires of my heart. He's like, yes, but also <laughs> my time. Don't worry. I got you. Well, if you think about it, if you're praying for somebody who has these 
amazing qualities and this amazing heart and this fire for the Lord. And then you're rushing him and you're being prideful and you're being selfish. You think God is also shaping your heart for that person. Good things take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not just a one-way street. If mm-hmm. you're going to be asking for that person, God is going to be shaping you so that you're not the wolf in sheep's clothing who's going to bring that person down. Ooh. and ruin their walk with the Lord. You know what I mean? Sassiness, like if- yes. Mm. I get you, girl. <laughs> Retweet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Moving on. Next point. Well, our next point is growing out of certain friendships is okay. Oh, I think just sad. like we, yeah, just like we just talked about, about being, you know, in that environment of school or childhood activities or, you know, family friendships or things, you know, that you grew up with, or maybe even friendships that are, that you're in now that just feel stale, like you're moving away or separating and you have that guilt of feeling like, no, I owe this person because of the time that we spent together or, it makes me a really bad person if I'm leaving this person behind or we're moving away from this person or or even feeling anger towards that person because they're moving away from you. And I think that, you know, as we grow up, as we mature, as we turn into different people, as we learn new things, as we start to come into ourselves as adults, especially, you're going to start to realize that not everybody from your childhood is going to line up with your life yeah. like they used to. Yeah. There's and you're not going to line up with their life anymore. Absolutely. And you guys are going to separate and it's going to be okay. You can still have love for that person. You can still pray for that person. Um, mourn but the you, loss of the friendship. Mourn the loss. Exactly. Yeah. You can do that as well. But it's okay to let that friendship go and allow yourself to move forward and be okay with that. And know that, you know, it was amazing while it was there. And I really appreciated that person. I have great memories with that person. And we're not as close anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. There's a season for everything. And, you know, it might not even be like a, this is a decision we're making mutually or not so mutually. Like it's one-sided or whatever. It might not be like this is a mark of the end of our friendship. Mm -hmm. It might just be like a fizzle out kind of thing. Life gets busy, you know? Oh, yeah. And there's no, no hard feelings or whatnot. But that also means that like you know the friendship could rekindle and not all friendships should rekindle there are some you got to be careful okay but there are some that might rekindle and it might not look the same absolutely actually I don't think it will look the same at all Mm -hmm. because everyone changes and grows and develops in different ways right and we experience different things that change us from who we were back then to who we are now Mm -hmm. and so I think like those changes are going to take place so you could rekindle friendship and that's that but it might not be something greater and a lot of the time when we're kids we really make everything like man we fluff it up like we're mm-hmm. just like wow that's so great but it was really like not the most incredible thing so well, like in our mind we're not dealing with very like severe life problems that's true. as children that's true so we're like wow that was an incredible play date they are the best person ever <laughs> and then like we get back with them and we're like wow you're not what i remember you like mm-hmm. as but it's just like no it's just circumstances change. We're different. We're adults. Everything changes. So yeah, it's okay. Changes. Some friendships end and it's sad and some fizzle out but rekindle. And even though they're not the same, it's still awesome. And if something feels strained 
And it's to the point where it's so difficult to keep that person as a friend. I think trying to force that or trying to force somebody to hang out with you or feeling bad, like, why don't they like me anymore? Why don't they want to speak to me? Or why aren't they answering my texts back? Or why aren't they keeping plans with me or flaking out or something? You know, sometimes you just have to take a step back and go, okay, I'm just going to let things be. You know, I've put in this effort. I've let this person know that I want to see them. And if they don't want to see me back, then that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just say like, if someone is seeming that way and you're feeling like it's super one-sided, just lift them up in prayer. Cause honestly, life's complicated and you just don't know what someone's going through. They might be going through a hard time and not talking about it, or they just might not be interested in being your friend. And it's still okay to pray (laughs) for people that aren't your friends. Exactly. All right, guys, next topic. Not every acquaintance has to be your best friend. (laughs) Can I just say, (laughs) as an ex-veteran RA, (laughs) this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you are in college, heading into college, leaving college, you might hear this or you might have heard this. You don't have to be best friends. You just need to be decent humans. Mm -hmm. Okay, like don't expect. This is me speaking to college roomie girlies or guys even like you don't expect to be best friends. Just ex- be decent humans. OK, <laughs> like say hello, say goodbye. You don't have to hang out all the time. It's fine mm-hmm. if you do. It's fine if you don't. It's fine if it's every once in a while. But like, don't be jerks. Mm-hmm. Like you, not everyone's going to be your best friend. Don't take it personally. That would be a lot of pressure. And some people are going to be the people that you really like and you see occasionally and you guys just never hang out. You know what I mean? Like one-on-one. You know those friendships where you're just, you see you, you say hi, you hug each other. You're like, oh my gosh, you look great today. You look amazing. And then, you know, no one-on-one <laughs> with that person. You guys don't text. You guys don't call. Yeah. But you can still really like that person. I appreciate them. Appreciate them exactly. Yeah. And I think that, you know, especially what I found coming out of my teenage years into adulthood was kind of this questioning or wondering why, like, people that I met and thought, oh, we had, we really hit it off and she was really nice or they were really nice and they seem like they want to hang out or they seem like they want to text and then questioning a couple of days later, why aren't they messaging or why don't they want to hang out? Or, you know, they see me and they seem really excited to see me, but then, you know, we're not having this one-on-one time. Yeah. It's and, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Well, you struggle because you just feel like you're going to school or your hobbies or whatever and you just feel like, I'm going to be friends with everybody. We're going to be besties. We're going to have group sleepovers. We're going (laughs) to do all this stuff together. And then (laughs) then you get to adulthood and realize that that's probably not going to be the case. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. Um, But that's, that's kind of why it's important to then move on to finding like-minded people. Mm-hmm. You know, in the same stage of life or even in different stages of life, but like minded people that you can just hang out around mm-hmm. and really just pour into each other and grow with one another or, you know, lead each other in different things. Because some 
one of you might be for example in our relationship hope's a mom i'm not Mm -hmm. so in that in that aspect like you could lead me in that i don't really think i have anything to lead you in well exactly (laughs) i think that also is such a true testament to say like when we say moving from your teenage years or your childhood years into your adult years that doesn't mean ditch your childhood best friend (laughs) because obviously 18 we're here (laughs) yeah we're here and just because i married and i have a kid or you went to college and i didn't go to college means that we're gonna go okay we're in two different life stages bye (laughs) yeah we're not like a a couple i just can't do right now we're just too different there are people from high school that i love catching up with and i will see them every time that they are in town yeah um but, you know, that doesn't mean what all that to say is that you don't have to ditch people from your childhood just because you've become an adult. That's but like true. you said, finding like-minded people is really, really important. I think finding people in the stage of life that you're in is great because then you guys can relate to each other or Mm -hmm. talk about the same struggles that you're going through or because I have friends of mine who are brand new moms who are in their early 20s as well newlyweds with each other that I can relate to and talk to about all the things that we're having to learn through now or economy Mm -hmm. and stressing of like buying when to buy a house or like renting an apartment and yeah when to have baby baby number two or what are you going through with your kid i'm going through this with my kid or Mm -hmm. what are you buying for this or you know and you went to college and you had these amazing college friends that you were you know really close with now yeah and i didn't have that experience so if you want to touch on that yeah yeah no it's different it's it's interesting being in these different stages of life because like i talk about hope well, no, I talk about everything to hope <laughs> all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, some things like I, I mean, I can tell her about how much I was stressing about certain things going on at school and whatnot. But um, it's different when the person that I was speaking to at school, you know, mm-hmm. when I was speaking to them, I'm like, oh, you're here. You get it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not saying that hope doesn't understand what I'm going through. But I don't know. Able to, like talk to me about it but it's not like she doesn't she doesn't know exactly what i'm experiencing so it's i don't know what cramming for midterms feels like when you're also you know liking a boy at the same time or (laughs) what your college professor is giving you a hard time about or cramming a paper or trying to find a job at the same time you know what i mean yeah no it's really interesting it's really interesting how that how that works but it's cool that you get to relate to with different people on different Mm -hmm. things but you know it doesn't that, mean you ditch that's also not to say that, you know, I would also say gaining older friends, not necessarily people in your same um, age group is really good. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding people that are older as you older than you as well is super important because I think that they can give you a lot of wisdom. Yeah, like mentorship. Exactly. We. My husband and I have multiple couple friends at our church who are older than us that Mm -hmm. we look up to and that we seek mentorship from that are really fun to hang out with. But obviously, you know, we're probably not going to be invited to like adult dinners with them, (laughs) multiple kids and, you know, or maybe have grandchildren at that point. Like, you know, we're probably not considered their besties, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. We still consider them very close friends. Yeah. No, um, it's totally, totally okay. And I think, like, it's interesting. It's important um, to recognize that you can maintain relationships through, like, your own romantic relationships. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like it's it can be it can be a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Like when Hope was getting married, guys, I was losing my mind. <laughs> it felt so weird. Like it felt so normal, but mm. so odd. And of course, nothing's changing. Like I wasn't losing her or anything. But in my mind, I was like, I honestly can't describe what I was experiencing. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's getting married, <laughs> and everything's changing, and it's just not gonna be the same. And all these things, right? Just making it up. And well, no. Just so you guys know, to show my devotion to Jared, (laughs) I gave her a ring the night before my wedding. And and wrote vows. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still have that card. (laughs) Yeah. Made me cry. I was a mess. I was like, you can't. How are you going to do this to me? You know I'm emotional. (laughs) I was not okay. I was crying so much. Like, literally, we were driving over to the venue and I'm just sitting in the backseat just crying. It was, I don't know why. I was, I, I cried the it's most. It's very times, emotional. I'm going to be sobbing on your wedding day. Like, it's. Me too, girl. It's going to be. It's been a long, it's gonna long be time. It's going to be so many tears. <laughs> tears are built up. No, so I think it's really interesting um, how that works. And I think it's really fun, too, because, like, I mean, I'm friends with Manny. We we were all friends in high school. So it was really cool for me because I was like, at least I know them both. I don't know why that was a comforting factor for me, um, mm-hmm. but it was. And so I think it's important to know that if your friends are developing romantic relationships, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You can still be their friend and be there for them. Um, and even though it's scary because you're like, this person's taking my friend away. Like, it could be a little nerve wracking, but it's okay. Well, and I think as, you know, as somebody who's, currently married (laughs) i think it's important to say as well that it's it's good to have independent relationships away from your spouse not that your spouse you know isn't going to know this person or can't be close to this person but having friendships where you're not hanging out with all of your coupley friends like all the time or um you know i'll go and hang out with my friend and her husband is friends with my husband, but we don't do couple things all the time together. She and I hang out probably way more than the guys hang out, whether that's scheduling issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, she and I have been close since the fourth grade on and off, and we've known each other, and that's been an independent friendship of ours. And it adds more to your identity as being a separate person from just your relationship. Yeah. And I think that that's really important to maintain who you are mm-hmm. as a person and not feel like everything is riding on your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and feeling like your whole life is poured into this one person. All your friends are through them. You know, all of your relationships are through them. Um, so I think that that's an important thing to remember, too, that having separate time with your friends is okay. As long yeah. as it's not making you stray away from your marriage. Yeah, boundaries. Boundaries. Like, you know, like <laughs> having opposite sex friendships. Oh, yes. There, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a gray area there mm. because there's like, oh, this is my friend. She's like a sister or he's like a brother. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, you know, where it gets inappropriate and you want to respect your 
partner and mm-hmm. who you're, you know, honor your husband and honor your wife in that. Yeah. So, I mean, those are boundaries that are like kind of to each couple. Yeah. Like it, it varies. Um, but I think a, a good rule of thumb is probably don't hang out mm-hmm. with the opposite sex alone. Oh, yeah. Uh, I w- then it's, I w- <laughs> it's your word against theirs. And that's just not good. <laughs> yeah. I would not go hang out with my friend's husband one-on-one like that yeah. would be so weird it's or even odd. <laughs> even my single male friends from high school i wouldn't go hang out with them one-on-one yeah it's just it's not a good look it's not good Probably and not. Boundaries, th- there's there's such thing as healthy boundaries okay <laughs> so mm-hmm. let's keep those up <laughs> and if they know you and love you then they're gonna respect you for that as well if they're yeah like-minded and keeping the same values and morals as you do yeah yeah. Um and then something I wanted to touch on um was friends inside of your family and mm-hmm. what that's like. Mhm. So, yeah, for me I think it's okay. Well, actually I think everyone can agree with this. It's okay to make friends with your family. Mm-hmm. But it's also okay to make friends outside of your family. Mhm. But also, don't neglect your family because you've made <laughs> friends outside of your family. <laughs> I know. It's so back and forth. I think it has to do as well with an identity thing as well. Mm-hmm. I think I am a huge family-oriented person. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I love being with my family. I love spending yeah, all of my close. time with my family. I'm really, really close with them. My husband's really close with them. Um, But... It is very important to have friends outside of your family. <laughs> yeah. Even at, like I said, like just not having all of your friends be family friends where you go and hang out with the family all of the time. Yeah. But I have friends who aren't connected to my family really in much of a way. Mm-hmm. And I hang out with them separately and they're my friends particularly. Mm-hmm. And that's mine. That's part of my separate life, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, even as a couple, I think when you become established and you're finding your feet as a couple, as a family, as a household, that's important too. Having our own friends. Yeah. Not everything still revolves around your family and being a single family unit because now you're your own individual family unit. And I think the same goes for just being an adult in general yeah Yeah. and like like i said like you don't want to forget your family either like you you have your family god bless you with them or you might feel like he didn't um but you still have those people that you would consider your family and Mm -hmm. when you make friends outside of that circle Mm -hmm. you want to be sure to steward those relationships well Mm. um because it's easier to it's easier to i guess look at the more exciting relationships like oh this is new this is exciting like this friend of mine that I just made and all these things right but um for me like I'm I know like my siblings they don't have many friends Mm -hmm. outside of the family because when you start having kids your friends just kind of disappear if they're not in that stage of life a lot of the time a lot of the time like especially if they're like a party kind of group and they're like oh i don't have kids like ah, ha, ha. like they're there and then they fizzle out and so like well, when you're busy your yeah. your schedule completely changes it's not going to line up necessarily with your single friends because then you're dealing with 
nap time or play dates or, mm-hmm. you know, play time or feedings or early bedtimes or bath times or all of these things that you have to think of. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the people that are going to rally and be behind you are your family, who's going to be way more flexible and, you know, just willing to help out and pitch in and be okay if things aren't working out exactly at the time that they need to, Mm -hmm. or even so much as answering texts or answering phone calls, you know, and not being able to do that for hours on end because you get distracted. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It massively changes your life massively. And keeping friends is a very difficult part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily my single friends or people that don't have kids yet have, are just extremely, understanding and you know we kind of go independently through our life and have check-ins and everything and you know when we hang out and see each other things go back to normal and it's like nothing has changed or no time has passed um and I feel very blessed in that but it can be really challenging because you can feel like you're losing a lot of people it can be yeah I'm not speaking from experience but (laughs) (laughs) just from being around um people who have experienced that Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah it's cool and like it's it's awesome because you know siblings are like built-in besties Mm. like maybe not but also they don't really have a choice in my in my (laughs) life like you guys might fight and hate each other over the most the most stupid things honestly Mm -hmm. it's kind of incredible but then at the end of the day someone says something to them like watch your mouth (laughs) because I'll come after you. Like, we're, you got each other's backs. And so it's like the ultimate friend. Um, yeah. My sisters are my best friend. My mom is my best friend. I love her so much. We do. Funny. She's awesome. So much together. Oh, Cherish and I have spoken so much because we're so similar. We are. And it's our very interesting. moms are so similar. It's wildly too. <laughs> concerning. And, and honestly, they haven't hung out much, but I'm kind of concerned. If they if would, they did. the world would implode. It I'm would be sure. fascinating because they are wild my mom even told me the other day she's like i wish me and wendy would like hang out more they would go like that would be insane it would be dangerous (laughs) hope and i our relationship with god would become so tight we'd be praying all the time like (laughs) yeah no it'd be wild no i would love that though Uh, all that to say your family is very important i think hold on to them build those relationships up but also having friendships outside of the family is very important as well yeah or you could finesse a system like me and completely just wreck their lives i i came in and i said hey and hey. i'm here to stay what's so, up party people <laughs> yeah i think what a, literally like i knew i made it in life when hope's dad introduced me as his daughter to somebody at church and i oh, said he does to everybody i said he doesn't even have to be here oh, yeah He's that's like, me here's my fourth child <laughs> i know i said yes that is me and i look adopted because i am but whatever <laughs> i'll take it yeah it's so funny oh man all right guys how to nurture relationships and finding relationships and where to find them yeah. First of all, you got to look at your interests, people. <laughs> oh, yes. We, we what is our on number slightly, one but... interest here? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we did touch on this slightly, but it is important. Like, find things you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, little artsy things. Mm-hmm. Random things. Go on walks. Meet people on a regular walking schedule. Big thing, if you're a Christian, 
church is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Church is a massive one. If you love God, if you have a relationship with God and you want to find like-minded people, get plugged into a church. Yeah. Not like just go to church and enjoy the sermon and then like leave. Like you got to give it some mingling time, you know, like actually like put get some involved. In <laughs> yeah. Go shake some hands, hug somebody, you know, like say hello, say you like their outfit or don't just like strike up a conversation and find out what groups they have, young adult groups Mm. or youth groups or cell groups, groups, literally anything. (laughs) Small groups are good to get connected to people and really get to talk one-on-one with more people and get to know more people. Yeah. Especially if you go to a bigger church, it can feel very overwhelming if, you know, you're walking through and it just feels like you get lost in the crowd, you know? Church is a really great place. Um, like Cherish said, if you've got interests like walking or uh, playing tennis or fishing, riding horses, whisper to somebody like <laughs> in a non creepy way, just strike up conversation because mm-hmm. you never know when you're gonna meet that person or you know find a like minded person who likes the same things that you do. Yeah, Trader Joe's same time every week. Exactly. <laughs> like really. Speak the gospel to somebody. See who responds. The gym. That's oh, a good one too. Gym's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally there's so many ways to get connected. Facebook groups. I know Facebook is like a dying social media platform, but it shouldn't be because it's good for a lot of things. So, you know, you have interest, get on Facebook. There's probably a group for it. Social media, even like, you know, be wary because stalkers, creepy people, catfish. you know, catfish, yeah. all those things. <laughs> but you never know. You could find a like-minded Instagram page, reach out to them that you've been following for a while and just say, hey, I really like your stuff and I'm interested in A, B, and C and you're close to me. Yeah, dude. You want to go get coffee? <laughs> I kind of did that. She's not close to me. Um, She's in New Zealand. That's amazing. But <laughs> now I'm like, man, now I have like this connection to New Zealand and like how cool, like... She loves the Lord. I love the Lord. Obvi. But like now I'm like, oh man, we can lift each other up in prayer. And it's just so weird. Like have someone across the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow. That's so cool. Like social media is so cool because I would have never met her if that wasn't a thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's incredible. It's It can be an amazing tool to connect people. It can That's be. for sure. It can be. And also remembering that your friendships you know, you can have friends for different things who like different things. You don't have to have specific friends who like all the same things that you do. Mm-hmm. You can have friends that you connect with on a different level. I have I have a friend who's a young mom friend of mine who really loves doing, you know, social media stuff. I really like doing social media stuff as well. And then I have another friend who absolutely does not care about that at all. <laughs> so maybe she and I are not going to go somewhere out specifically to go take instagram pictures for the feed (laughs) or come up with content ideas you know but i can talk to her about other things that we love and have in common now you are an enigma and you are my twin flame and we can talk about everything i'm an anomaly across the board (laughs) she's my twinsie i I developed the most random interests like literally it could be something i never heard of before and and then you say it and i'm like man that sounds like the most fascinating thing on this planet and i love it i'm down (laughs) what are we doing i don't know what that is maybe it's being the youngest you don't really have a choice you just got to go with the flow so that's where i'm at still to this day (laughs) yeah no it's interesting man all right well that was everything I had to say about this 
point, I think, about these points. Uh, I would say the last point that I would just like to throw in, as a young mom especially, in maintaining your relationships Uh, on a really busy schedule, is just, you know, when you think about it, reach out to that person. You know, when you have the time, say, let's go get coffee Mm -hmm. or... Tell them, I'm sorry, I had a really busy week. Be open and vulnerable with that person and just mm-hmm. tell them, you know, I had all of this stuff going on. I'm sorry that I missed your text. Um, you can also be more abrupt and honest with those people and tell them, you know, I'm not going to be able to get to all of these things or I'm not going to be able to hang out maybe when you're able to hang out if you're willing to have an open schedule with that. You know, definitely be open and honest and praying about that situation. But <laughs> when that person needs you, try to be there. Yeah. Don't just take an excuse and flake off all the time and just say, you know, I've got a busy life. I've got a baby, so I can't pay any attention to you. Yeah. Because that's just not how a friendship is going to work. And you're going to see a lot of friendships fade because of that. And I'm not a good texter as it is in general. That's not one of my strong suits. But when I'm thinking about somebody and, you know, I know that I haven't messaged them in a while, you bet I'm going to message them. Like, I'm going to put that effort in to take five seconds out of my day and message them and say, hey, how are you doing? Like, I miss you. (laughs) I haven't seen you in a while. (laughs) Yeah, it really doesn't take much. No. And, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but, you know, you could be available in the middle of the night. Exactly. So. We're recording this podcast <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, it's like midnight now. But no, <laughs> uh, no seriously, it's it really doesn't take much to just shoot a text over and let someone know that you're thinking about them mm. um, or just like praying for you or be patient. S- see a verse and you're like, oh, that looks like something they'd like or even a meme. Send it to them. And I be do patient. that all the time. Life's going to be busy for people. Cherish and my life have both been extremely busy. We were on the gym kick, really like hot fire. We just had to take a step back and we haven't been to the gym together in like two weeks. Two weeks now. So rude. Whatever. I know. Disrespectful, but I forget. But also even things like that, schedule time with that person. If you can fit it into your schedule, we found it so great that, okay, at this time we're going to meet and go to the gym and have our Bible study together. And that was scheduled out time that we haven't gotten in so long. Yeah, routines are really helpful. Mm-hmm. Really can be helpful. Yeah, even if that's setting up a hobby or setting up walks with somebody or, you know, it's all in seasons, guys. It's <laughs> yeah. all in seasons, but you have to put in the work towards those people. It's a people. two-way street. It is a two-way street. And if you keep letting the excuse of my life is busy and I've got too much on my plate to find the time for a single person or two people, um, then you're going to see those friendships fade away from you. Just have too much together. Like we're meant for community. <laughs> so just like balance it together, you know, yeah, lean more on hands. Each other. You could d- do more like, or do less. Ask like, them for help. Yeah. If you're finding things too busy or too overwhelming, they're your friends. Ask them for help. Straight up dog. And if you can't ask them for help, they're probably not a great friend. Not the person like, for you. Like you can have them <laughs> around, but I probably wouldn't hold my breath for no, that. Obviously, you know don't I mean? take advantage. Yeah, don't milk it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're fine line. And pray and ask for wisdom and discernment. <laughs>
<laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been real fun, and we're looking forward to upcoming episodes. So if you have any topic ideas, anything you guys want us to touch on, questions, statements, stories you want to hear, I don't know, literally anything, <laughs> like think about it, let us know, because we are interested in putting out content that you guys are interested in. Yeah, leave us a rating, guys. Leave us a review. You can put your suggestions down there if you want. You can also put your suggestions in our DMs. Slide <laughs> in the DMs. At the Latte Lowdown on Instagram is where you can find us for your social media needs. Yeah. And we'll be um, posting pictures when we can, posting some content. So if you guys want to leave some suggestions there. And we'll regularly put up stories asking for topic suggestions on there too yeah, some behind the scenes for fun and all the good things really yeah and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to us on any podcast platform subscribe so that you get updates we try to update every monday at 12 o'clock yes so if you are looking for when we're updating that is the time guys 12 o'clock pacific standard time yes monday yeah so that <laughs> might change for you, it might not, but just <laughs> keep that in mind, okay? But just PST. hit that little subscribe button if you want um, regular updates and when to tune in. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys have a blessed day. Or night, or whatever time or you're listening to this, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's Bye, it. guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.